broadcasting from the UNMC College of Nursing. Get ready for RN Huddle, the podcast dedicated to bringing hot topics for and by nurses to the table. Hello, everybody. This is Heidi Keeler, your host of RN Huddle, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska. As always, in this period of pandemic, we are social distancing, and today is no different. We are going to be visiting you and and hosting the episode today distanced from one another. And so I know that this is a new normal, a new chronic normal, it seems, and I'm hoping that all of you out there are doing well and able to cope with these long-lasting changes. So switching gears here, RN Huddle is going to have a very special guest today. We are going to explore just exactly what it's like working within the White House. There is a White House nurse that serves perpetually in the White House. And so we are so fortunate and lucky to know one personally. Renee Pollan, our co-host of RN Huddle, is personal friends and professional colleague of Kristen Stanecki. And she is going to visit us from her post in the Navy to tell us about her experiences as a White House nurse. So let's get right to it, and hopefully we can learn a little bit about what it's like to serve in this capacity as a nurse. Hello, this is Renee Pollan from RN Huddle, and I also have our other host, Heidi Keeler, in the Continuing Nursing Education Office uh, with RN Huddle. Today we have a very special nurse with us and a rarity as she was a prior experienced White House nurse, Kristen Stanecki. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you for having me today. Yes. And now I'm, I'm very proud to introduce everyone to Kristen Stanecki because I've known her um, for a very long time. Uh, we go back to our college years uh, where we were both in nursing school and she was also in ROTC. After college and all of her training through the ROTC, she has accomplished quite a bit and has had outstanding accomplishments. And Kristen, I'll let you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more of your background to our listeners. Sure. So I'm a Navy nurse. I've been active duty Navy for the past 13 and a half years. I started off after college transferring out to San Diego for my first duty assignment where I work in inpatient pediatrics. I mainly did a lot of work with the chemo patients and where I was chemo certified. Then I transitioned down to the emergency room where I really found a lot of my passion and loved being able to do the organized chaos with ER patients. So from there, I went to Yokosuka, Japan for two years and then came back to the States where I was at Fort Belvoir Community Hospital in Virginia. And then I had the opportunity to apply for one of the special duty assignments and I became a White House nurse, which is one of the jobs I never really thought was possible when I first joined the Navy. And currently I'm in Newport, Rhode Island at an outpatient clinic doing healthcare business operations and more of the management administration side. Wow. Yes, that's fantastic. I've always... And actually, I'm, I'm pretty jealous too, because <laughs> um, I don't know how many of our listeners know, but I'm actually a former military nurse as well. Only I was in the Air Force and 
Kristen, you are definitely one of the selected and chosen golden um, <laughs> troops because getting a, a slot as a White House nurse is a coveted, coveted position. So we are more than thrilled to hear your story. So Kristen, I remember when you were going through the process and it was quite lengthy and very detailed process for you becoming a White House nurse. Can you tell us of, you know, the listeners about that, what you had to go through and, you know, what kind of questions you were asked through the interview that you, you know, proceeded with with the White House? Yeah, so because it's a special duty assignment for the Navy, it's one of those positions that you either um, have to apply for, put together a whole package, or get nominated for. And I guess let me also start out with just kind of explaining what the White House Medical Unit consists of. So it's not only Navy nurses, but it's also available to the other military branches as well. So we did have Army nurses, Air Force nurses, and Navy nurses all working together in the same office. So you had to be, different requirements that we had was needing to be emergency room or ICU trained, and it definitely helped out having different certifications, whether you were a certified emergency nurse, critical care certified, and taught different certification classes, such as ACLS, TNCC, BLS. So those definitely help your package. But as far as the interview process, it's a two-day interview, and we met with the director of the White House Medical Unit, as well as had both small and large group discussion panels full of questions from the current White House Medical Unit members. And that's pretty important because it gave a chance for the current members to try to get to know you both on a professional and a personal level to determine if you'd be a good fit for their team or not. One of the things that I found pretty stressful, which didn't really have anything to do with the particular qualifications of the job was this was my first interview ever because I came out of college like commissioning into the Navy. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have an interview for my first job for right out of college. So well, I think this was about eight or so years after college, I had this opportunity with the White House and just trying to figure out mm -hmm. what to do, how it kind of the process works, what to wear. So yeah. being a nurse, I always wear scrubs or my military uniform right. for my entire professional career. So knowing that I'm going to have to wear a suit for my interview was completely out of my wheelhouse. And that was definitely a new thing for me. So I, I did call some of my family and friends for some help with that one. <laughs> I'm sure that was nerve wracking. <laughs> and I remember too, we, you know, you had the different qualifications professionally, but they also wanted to get to know your personality, correct? I remember some interesting <laughs> questions, even maybe with a joke. I <laughs> they did. Um, sometimes the team that's currently there, just trying to lighten the mood during the interview, because it's, it's pretty stressful. You're, you're in one of the White House executive rooms, just this pretty impressive space that you're sitting in and everything is brand new to you and you're doing what I thought was like the biggest interview of my life at that point so they're trying to just lighten up the mood a little bit and I got asked a joke and trust me I'm not a good joke teller so the only thing that came to mind were like laffy taffy type jokes <laughs> those are always the best <laughs> I think it's probably worth noting too that 
joking is not something that is really a big part of military life either. Would you say, Kristen? Definitely. Military in general, I, I would say is you're going to succeed being professional most of the time when you're working with different folks um, on a day-to-day basis. That's more the military side, but nursing in the military has a lot of the personal side and the personal touches to it, which is why I really love military medicine in general. So also at their interview, it was several other Navy nurses that interviewed with me. And I believe there was either four or five other interviewees there at the same time. And we all kind of went through the process together. And on one of those days, we were invited out to a social, which is part of the interview process. Just seeing how you kind of interact with each other, as well as the White House Medical Unit team, just more on a personal level outside of work. Because on a day-to-day basis, you're sitting and you're working with these people and these colleagues 24 hours a day and several days in a row, especially the longer trips that we would have to do or you really learn to know these colleagues just more on a personal level. So I think that's why that was really important. And what were your main responsibilities and requirements or what was your day-to-day role as a White House nurse? Sure. So the White House Medical Unit exists really to train and plan for that bad day scenario, even though on a day-to-day basis, you're really treating sick call or clinic type complaints. So although you're doing more clinic, you still have to keep all of your emergency and critical care skills current. So we did that through a lot of going to training courses and clinical time if that was, if it was possible. So we, as nurses, we all completed a flight nurse training course through the Air Force for both fixed and rotary wing aircraft. Some other different training courses that we did, we got to go through like an austere medical course, the Mayo Clinic. We got to go train down at Trauma Center down in Miami, Florida. Uh, we got to learn the medical management, chemical and biological casualties, just learning the management and treatment of these types of warfare injuries. We also learned tactical combat medical care, which a lot of that we had experience with anyway, being military. Many of the folks that are members of the White House Medical Unit had all of prior deployment experiences where we were either deployed somewhere out to the desert or trauma experiences from that. Okay, so Kristen, I remember you sending me a picture. This was so cool. I was just so proud of you. When you were in Air Force One, like you got to do some tremendous, I mean, no one will ever experience some of the things that you've gone through. How did that feel? You have to remind yourself every day that like, this is a very cool and unique opportunity. Like, I kept walking through the gate of the White House being like, I can't believe that I actually work here. And just like really like taking it in. And and I thought that was just like a really special part about being in that position. That that part for me did not get old. And what did your travels entail? So although the, the president is our primary responsibility, we also cared for the whole first family and second family. And then traveling mainly 
was with the, uh, the president as well as the vice president. So traveling, we went every single place that the president or the vice president went to outside of the White House. So whether that was just a small like hotel conference or meeting within DC or going out to Nebraska or traveling to an island somewhere or the Middle East or any other country you can think of, the whole team was there. So as far as the traveling team, there's a medical team that travels in advance to assess the hospitals and medical capabilities of wherever that is, whether it's stateside or in a different country. So part of that medical planning and medical advance, we're doing a lot of travel medicine and identifying any potential medical risks, um, not only to the president, but the entire traveling staff that travels with the president. So basically that whole entourage that comes with presidency. Now, one of the duties that you're responsible for, correct me if I'm wrong, is when you travel with the president and president's family, isn't there, um, you have to plan out exit plans or crisis situations that could potentially happen and what to do or what does, what's the role in having the whole team out there wherever you may be at with the president? Sure. So a, a lot of our planning really involves being able to manage and care any type of injury or critical emergency that may come up. So we definitely have all of the um, supplies with us that we need more on like a tactical sense. So we're, we're really working together and figuring out you're, you're always like standing in whatever room or hallway or building you're standing in, you're always thinking like, what if something happens? How am I going to get back to the motorcade? And how am I going to get to the closest hospital or get to the higher level of care? So that's always going through your mind, no matter where, where you are in the world. It's kind of the same concept that we applied. So Kristen, I heard you talk about different words in nursing that we might not typically know about unless you are a military nurse, I heard you say things like tactical and forward location and things like that. <laughs> How do you translate that for nurses that don't have that military experience or that type of training? Sure. So that's kind of an everyday vocabulary for military nurses. So tactical, that's, that's kind of thinking you're in a deployed setting or in a little bit more austere setting and trying to still perform medical care on a patient, very different from, you know, the regular ER in Joint Commission certified facility. You don't really have that necessarily, say, in a hospital out in Kandahar, Afghanistan, where you're having patients coming in from going, walking out on patrol and either getting hit by a roadside bomb or getting shot by an enemy combatant or something along that line that they're coming into you. And you may not have the medical equipment that you would normally have, whether it's like a supply issue or something, but we're definitely taught different tactical skills to be able to care for any type of trauma, essentially any time. 
So for nurses who might be in a clinic or for nurses who might work in an ER, this could be compared to like disaster preparedness or the type of training that we do for a mass casualty or something like that, where you're, you're not only looking at what you have in your clinic, but what you might need should, as you mentioned, the worst day happen, something like Definitely. that. Definitely. And I wonder what your thoughts are when thinking about being a White House nurse. Why do you think that we limit this position to a military professional? Why, why wouldn't we just open it up to any nurse? So the White House military unit encompasses the White House medical unit. So there actually are a lot of military members that work at the White House. And something unique about the military side versus the administration side and all of the staffers that come in with each presidency, we care for the presidency as a whole and we can definitely cross administrations. So I was lucky enough to be able to work under both President Obama and President Trump and be at the White House during the inauguration and got to play a big part in the medical planning leading up to the inauguration. So I, I do think being military is important for that sense instead of leaving with the administration as a new one comes in like a lot of staff does that turnover on, you know, day one of a new administration. That was right. my senior January. Right. And you mentioned that you had military training above and beyond the certifications that you mentioned, the ACLS, the PALS, those kinds of trainings, which made it easier for you to grasp the mission of the role, which is to, you know, think forward of the worst case scenario to make sure that the safety and the health of the first families were taken care of. Correct. What was your most memorable moment or most rewarding experience being a White House nurse? Definitely the travel. I mean, I got to go to some pretty amazing places while I was working at the White House. I got to go out on President Obama's trip to Midway Atoll, and it, that was just one of the most beautiful and like serene islands I've ever been to. I was part of when the Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico, I got to go down there for the president's trip to kind of assess everything going on mm -hmm. um, and his response. I got to go out to the trip to Saudi Arabia and the president's trip to Jerusalem. Wow. Um, and I was part of the first lady's trip uh, to the Great Wall of China when we were out in Beijing. So just being part of those experiences and knowing you're part of history, I think that was one of the like coolest and most unique things about being part of the White House Med Unit. Definitely. Wow. I'm just in awe, Kristen. <laughs> this is a wonderful experience and outstanding achievements that you have done throughout the years. How do you think the role is different right now amid the pandemic for those current nurses at the White House? I really think the overall like concepts and mission, that's exactly the same. And that's going to be the same for like, you know, years to come. But I think it's kind of like everyone else working in the pandemic, just being overly cautious about, you know, hand hygiene, wash, washing your hands, 
wearing masks, just kind of self-monitoring just on a daily basis. So I do think it's pretty similar to what, I mean, you and I are kind of even going through during the pandemic. Heidi, do you have anything to add from your military experience? How this relates or any of the similar duties? Well, I think, you know, being in the military is a unique experience in itself. The entire structure of the military nursing is and nursing corps is different than what you find in the civilian world. And I think that the biggest difference is that you are trained as an officer first and a nurse second. Your officership is the most important thing in your job. And then your skill set, which in this case is nursing, is secondary. It's important, of course, but you are an officer first. And so I think in trying to educate our listeners about the differences in military nursing and how to take Kristen's experiences and translate it into their own work, from my perspective, it is being a professional first. It is knowing that you are a valued member of the healthcare team, that you're trusted to make decisions about the care, not just in the present, but the future care of your patients. And when it comes to advocating and communicating, you are every much a professional as anyone else on that healthcare team. Kristen, I'm going to see if this was your similar experience and if this was the same or if it changed based on your White House experience. Absolutely, Heidi. You definitely nailed it with being an officer first, nurse second. So one of the things that I really value being in the military has been uh, learning that just leadership piece that I know you get in nursing in general, but I do feel that you get just a little bit more being an officer in the military and being able to apply that every day that I come to work and just in my life in general. I think that's very important being a part of the healthcare team and just really feeling valued and being able to contribute to the overall healthcare team. I do feel that I don't think being in the White House position has really changed my mindset on that. I think the leadership portion definitely was present like with before as well as after being in the White House. And I think that's the biggest core value that I'm like really utilizing quite a bit. Right. I think one of the biggest things that our listeners can learn from hearing more about Kristen's experience in the White House is that nursing is valued at the uppermost tier of leadership in the United States. Nursing contributes to the health of the first family. Nursing is viewed as a vital part of the healthcare team in what's considered one of the most powerful positions in the world. And so if we can hear about the experiences of a White House nurse, which we are amazingly blessed to be able to be a part of today, then it makes us all recognize that we are also valued members of the healthcare team, that we are able to step up as leaders, that we're able to contribute in ways that are unique to our training and our role, and to never be afraid to advocate for those things to which our training allows us to be proficient in. So Kristen, I just really enjoyed hearing about what it was like to be 
a White House nurse. Of course, we recognize that you can't talk about all of your experiences due to privacy issues. And, and if anyone who's been in the military out there knows that there are restrictions in what you can say about procedures and protocols as well. So thank you so much for sharing. Do you have any last minute pieces of advice for anyone out there who's looking to transfer into different and new exciting roles? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things I like the most about the military is you're always, you're always changing all of your opportunities and there's new opportunities everywhere you go. So I've gotten a great amount of experience in different things thanks to the military. And I would definitely recommend if anyone is interested in unique experiences that the military would be a great uh, way to serve your country and great way to be able to experience a few of those things. Definitely agreed. And Renee, don't you feel like all roads have led to this moment right here. Would you have thought, you know, back in nursing school that we'd be having this kind of conversation on an RN Huddle podcast? No, it's just kind of, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about that in the back of my head. I'm like, no, no we we absolutely, I would not have thought that, but I'm not surprised at the same time because Kristen is quite ambitious and when she wants something, she's going to go for it and she's going to strive the highest. So I, I'm, I'm proud to be her friend <laughs> and share her with everyone on RN Huddle. That's definitely a lesson for all of us to well, reach, you, reach out for your goals. And Kristen is evidence that you can achieve those dream jobs that you aspire to when you're just starting out. So thank you for that, Kristen. You're welcome. One thing that I do want to mention as we close up today's episode is that we are living in a politically charged time right now. And I recognize that talking about the White House and what goes on in it may be sensitive to some of you listening out there. But I think what we can learn from this is, first of all, nurses put their patients first above all things, above politics, above cultures, religions, etc. So if anyone can lead the way through choppy political times, it's nurses. And second of all, how Kristen articulated that you can care for different administrations and support different administrations regardless of winners and losers of political races. And so hopefully we can learn a lot about transition from Kristen's articulated experience. That's all we have for today's RN Huddle. Thank you so much to Renee. And thank you so much to our guest, Kristen, White House nurse in the past. Thank you. Thank you. With that said, thank you so much for all of you who are listening to this episode. I hope you learned a little bit about what it's like to serve in the White House and can use some of the skills that we talked about today in your own profession, in your own job as a nurse, that you can translate this, this position and this experience into your own experience. We're going to try and bring more special guests to RN Huddle with our co-host Renee Pollen and I to bring more experiences to you, our RN Huddle audience. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to RN Huddle. To stay connected, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at UNMC CNE or check out unmc.edu slash CNE for more program information.